I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Black Christmas, I gave you my heart. And then you took my eyes and... <laughs> there we go. Then you took my diva cup. What is happening to me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to my glass unicorn. <laughs> of which there are legion. Uh, the glass unicorn is uh is a pretty steady uh thing in this saga. Yeah, one of the few, right? Yeah, everything else kind of just falls by the wayside, but that glass unicorn shows up quite a bit. Takes me back to Rob Zombie's Halloween Two, right? With the that damn horse. I would be interested to see a Rob Zombie version of Black Christmas, where like. The, f- the phone calls are just like a really angry redneck that's like, I'm going to come over there and skull fuck your face. I'm going <laughs> to skull fuck you. Merry Christmas, bitch. Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's he doing nowadays? Just making more of those movies. So, you know, why not? <laughs> I'd actually kind of enjoy that. <laughs> My name's I'd watch it. Billy. It's like, just like... <laughs> yeah, as long as it's like weird and bizarre and not him just trying to make a remake, yeah, I, I, I would be into it. I'd assume Sherry would play the house mom. I'm just assuming at Probably. this point, and she yeah. would be the survivor yeah. because, yeah, yeah, be into it. So someone make that universe Black Christmas 2.0. Yeah, to I be mean... fucking fruity. <laughs> <laughs> Can never get enough Black Christmases here. It's no. just like uh. <laughs> oh, a never-ending bowl of, uh, I don't know, <laughs> eyeballs, I guess. Biggie pudding with eyeballs. <laughs> with eyeballs on the side, yeah. Well, that's my traditional Christmas dinner. I don't know about you. But... Mm, I, I personally prefer flesh cookies, but that's just me. <laughs> I'm a traditionalist. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Santa, that's what he demands, right? That's every, right. Every year. Especially in the billy lynn's house household i wonder if he's related to actress kay lens i wonder from the initiation yeah. of sarah i wonder it could be you know one of these films gives me some uh initiation of sarah vibes yeah, so. i would like a uh billy and kay lens christmas special that would be fun <laughs> abc are you listening uh agnes could like guest star every <laughs> once in a while yeah <laughs> Whichever. Yeah. I'm Billy. I'm Kay. And I'm Agnes. <laughs> <laughs> and today, as a guest, we have we have Billy's mother. <laughs> You're my family now. <laughs> well, yeah, this was a uh, a Herculean task of sorts right yeah let let us pat ourselves on the back for this one even though we're not even five <laughs> we minutes wait into until the episode the end. <laughs> yeah. well that's all we got folks the fact that we watched three of these movies is just wow three uh one of them is great um the other two we'll get to yeah yeah <laughs> you know uh, essentially one's perfect yeah it's like this original still does not get the love it deserves Mm-mm. you know it's 
a perfect slasher, and it was like one of the first yep. official slashers. And it's nuts that it was running on this many uh, cylinders just going in. You mm-hmm. know, is that a term? Cylinders sounds like a car I don't. Thing. I, don't I don't really do cars, cars but... but that is a thing that's <laughs> we'll in a it. car. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that the the alternator thing that you stick in there it with the turns the key can, candy canes. Yeah, yeah. it's it, yeah. it, it yeah. it's a key turner, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a black Christmas for everyone, I guess. I I've heard people say that they prefer each of these, and I don't really understand that because I think the first one is perfect. But you know, yeah. you do you. You know, I mean, I have a feeling if you prefer the 2006 or the 2019 over the original, you might be a tad mm-hmm. mentally ill. But you know what? I'm I'm not going to judge you. <laughs> you just share your illness with you the might... world. <laughs> I love how you phrase that. You might be mentally ill, you but might. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge you because it's it's not your fault, as I've learned. I just like that we hadn't we haven't even done a double feature on no. this podcast yet, and we were like, no. let's just go all in. Why let's not? have a whole holiday. Let's do all the Black Christmases during you know seasonal depression time and yeah. the holidays. Let's just do it. You know, we'll do them all and stay all night. Yeah. Fine, Wonderful. take it all, as Goldie Hawn would say. <laughs> yeah, each its own design and form and structure. Uh, some of these films don't have structure, but uh, it's... Uh... <laughs> but they do have skin cookies and eyeball madness. So I guess it all evens out. That movie makes no fucking sense. <laughs> No. It just it's like a bunch of scenes that just don't connect I... at all. <laughs> Thank you. It's so bad. Because yes. I thought maybe my opinion would change. Uh it has not changed. Uh, but oh, you know Oh man, um, yeah. I mean we'll get to it. We'll we'll get to it. But we'll get to it. we should do Lord, our it's something else. Our holiday theme topic of the week mm-hmm. first here. Yeah, I see some, like, mistletoe hanging from the wheel right now, and there's some, like, Christmas decorations on it, so I think it's feeling the, the Christmas spirit here, but... Don't touch it! It's an eyeball! Ah! I know. <laughs> Get away from me, Billy! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna spin this wheel. I'm trying. <laughs> Agnes, step away from the wheel, damn it! Here we go. Oh, oh. it's spinning. Oh. Oh! Wow. Wow. Beautiful. Well, I guess our wheel totally got the spirit there. Totally did. Look at that. The wheel would like us to discuss in brief, because we have a lot to get to today, uh, some of our favorite Christmas slash holiday films from any genre. Oh. Okay. Awesome. Well, I mean, uh,. Meet Me in St. Louis is one of my favorites. Mm, classic. And have yourself. Oh, it's so beautiful. A merry little Christmas. That's the only version of that song. None of none of the others exist, in my opinion. No, and, it's uh, it's perfect. I, it's yeah. And it's it's the Black Christmas seventy four. It of, is. It really is. <laughs> that, and that it's song. also. Yeah. It's not just a Christmas movie, but it's also a Halloween movie. It's like. And mm-hmm. it's it's like a spring movie. It's like all the holidays, all the times of the year. So it's a multi-purpose motion picture. It's good for yeah. any time of the year, but it, it really hits home in the Christmas segment, I believe. So that's why it it's, put uh, St. Louis on the map. I it think. did it. I don't think I anyone f- knew what St. Louis was. Think what it is Louis? fell <laughs> off the map at some point. But you know what? It can get back yeah. on there again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I believe it can it can prosper. 
Home Alone, oh, of course. You know, super fun. Yes. Uh, Macaulay Culkin, uh, shit little kid, but causing a lot of havoc mm-hmm. and having a good time. You can't really beat it, you know. No. And it's 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 just I don't know really what to say about it. It's a perfect little kind of pre home invasion thriller for kids. You it know, is, it's it uh, get you in that little zone. Um, it's got some dark comedy in there and uh, some violence that they kind of laugh at, but there's some like kind of violent moments there. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I just think it's a really great frolicking holiday good time. I don't really care about the sequels. I guess the second one's okay. Um, I mean, you get Tim Curry, so that's a that's Yeah, a that um, was going to be one that I was going to suggest because I really love oh, well, Home, <laughs> Home, Home Alone 2, so thank you for shitting on my parade, <laughs> my Christmas parade. I just think it, it kind of just rehashed the first is, one. Like, I okay. like it, but, you know. It's, Listen it's, here. Like, I... <laughs> I love the first one, but I hadn't seen it yeah. in a long time because for some reason my family, um, for some reason, gravitated more towards part two. So we would always watch that uh, okay. one. And so okay. I I hadn't seen part one in about like 15 years until I think it was la- yeah. last year or the year before. And I rewatched yeah. it and I was like, holy shit, Home Alone 2 is the exact same fucking movie as this, except it, it's yeah, in New, it really New, is, yeah. New York and it has Tim yeah. Curry and Donald Trump. Like, I don't know what else is really different. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. That's the, that's my only really was like, that thing with that. shameful. Uh, the toy, the toy store is kind of cool. The gimbals or whatever. Duncan's that's, toy that's chest. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Here's the turtle yeah. doves. Whoever has these right. will be best friends forever. I don't think they're really still friends. I don't think oh, Kevin you get, is. You get the lady in the park. Her. What's her name? Brenda Fricker. Yeah, yeah. the the act. I don't. They uh, they had the actual character. Yeah. Kimber, oh, I don't uh, know, even know if she had a name. It was just like pigeon bitch or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, pigeon lady or something. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, yeah. The third one you don't really. The third one was that, fucking that, terrible. It, it doesn't. Exist. I saw it, like it in the theaters and it was right? awful. I was like, "This yeah, is me painful." Too. Me too. Yeah, I should have stayed uh, home alone for that one. Ha ha! <laughs> 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 Thank you, Siskel. <laughs> I also didn't like there was a child in Jeopardy. That was <laughs> horrifying to watch. Whose pa- parents who, yeah. would put their kids in a film like this? Trash, trash. That's who. Yeah. But yes. Yeah, so since since you took home alone, I guess I'll I'll take uh, mixed nuts. I don't know how many people have even seen this, but it was a huge With flop at the time. Yeah, it was a huge yeah. flop. It's written and directed mm-hmm. by Nora Ephron, and mm-hmm. for some reason, people really hate this movie. I don't get it. I think it's because <laughs> it's kind of like an anti-Christmas movie, and. Because sure. it's about this group of people that work at a suicide hotline on Christmas, mm-hmm. and if that doesn't sell you, I'm sorry. I don't know what else to what else to do. And it has Madeline Kahn, who steals the entire film, because mm-hmm. at one point she gets trapped in an elevator, and she it's just I don't know if she improvised this or what, but it's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't know why people don't enjoy it, so. I'm going to say mm. check it out because you might enjoy it. Yeah. I remember the one from as a kid, but I haven't watched it forever. It's really so. fun. Um, I, I like it. Uh, what else? Um, I like Gremlins a lot. Um, it's a you know, good frolicking adventure, 80s, good time. The animatronics still hold up really well and uh, uh, the puppetry and everything else. And uh, it's heartwarming and... Um, I don't know how much to say about it. It's just one of those films that's been talked about enough, but it's 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 a good time. Um, and it is, it's very Christmassy. Um, there's a lot of, uh, like, they sing carols and, uh, uh, I don't know, 
uh, send a woman flying on a, a a chair through outer space. I don't know, but uh, there's a lot. Typical in that Christmas movie. fun. Um, what else? Um, what else? Um, Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Starring is a good time. one noted thespian, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that movie and Sinbad, which also stars Rita Wilson, who's also in Mixed Nuts. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm thinking she's like nice. some kind of Christmas queen. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it is a lovely story about commercialism <laughs> and uh, trying to find just the right gift for for your kid, and basically trying to kill yeah. anyone who gets in the way. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It really captures that i don't know maybe some of our listeners remember like in the 90s especially Mm -hmm. when power rangers first Mm -hmm. came out like those toys were so hard to get a hold of and uh there was like all this chaos and everything and it kind of captures that and like a lot of the 80s toys too the when they were really popular um and just that whole atmosphere of uh and of course all the characters are really not the greatest people at least the um the lead That's is not you know, he love kind of ignores about his son yeah i mean me too i think it's because it's, it's like um, a family film but like everyone kind of sucks and then like there's di- and then there's like the neighbor played by uh phil hartman who's like trying to f- who's, who's trying to fuck the wife like he's like hey yeah. you want to come to my car for some eggnog and it's like what the I'm fuck eating is your, this? i'm eating your wife I'm eating your wife's cookies right yeah. now. Yeah. Mm, that's so yummy. It's like, it's like, put the cookie down. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's insane. It's, yeah, it's a great little dark comedy that like, uh, you can watch with the family yeah. and then later on in life be like, that was, that's kind of dark. Yeah. It's like, and I liked it. the last like 20 minutes are a bit much. Cause it's got like yeah. Schwarzenegger in the costume, like flying around yeah. the town. I'm like, I don't think that technology was possible even now so i don't know what's going on no and i love the little quirks with like uh, sinbad being like a, a post office worker yeah, but then he's also like this conspiracy theorist and it's just like <laughs> so what weird. like who wrote this movie it's, i know i kind of love it though i uh, kind of do it's yeah it's 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 really good fun and it has uh the little boy from uh the first star wars phantom menace yes what's his but, don't let, his name, but, but don't let but don't hold that against the movie don't don't hold that against him <laughs> Double feature with Kindergarten Cop. There we go. <gasps> that would be the best double feature ever. It would. That movie's a Maybe masterpiece. Maybe throw in his... It is. It's so good. Throw in his turn as Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin, and you got a good time there. Too far, Kevin. Too far. Uh, <laughs> Although I think I liked it as a kid, so maybe I need to rewatch it. I don't know. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it awful. Ever. It's <laughs> it's terrible. It's it's a camp fest. It's Joel Schumacher. It's just oh, like... Course, yeah. oh. There's nothing going on in that movie. It's just a giant... Uh, Poison Ivy is this drag queen, and it's it's amazing. I love it. I need to rewatch that. that um, that's one I need to I yeah. need to watch. Yeah. I also like to watch one around this time of year. It's not really a movie. It's more of like a yeah. like a program, and it's called Jiminy Cricket's Christmas. And mm. I used to mm. rent it all the time when I was a kid. And uh, yeah, it never hit digital, so it's only on tape. But I think it might be on YouTube, and it's just like a compilation. It's a uh, it's kind of like disney's halloween treat where it's like just like a bunch of clips that are kind of christmasy from like disney movies and cartoons and it's just really charming and i enjoy it Hmm. gets me in the spirit nice yeah you know what gets me in the spirit what eyes wide shut (laughs) wow we're gonna go there huh it's yeah it's uh it it gets me in that the spirit of the holidays right it's uh (laughs) with all the dark and uh depressing and uh i don't know cults i love cults (laughs) 
And uh, my one complaint about that movie is that they put Nicole Kidman on like all the press, and yet she's not in the movie that much. She's a very she's small kind of part. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's kind of off in her own little uh, apartment and taking care of the kids for a good portion of the film, if I remember right. Yeah. And he, it's mostly about Tom Cruise, who I don't really like as an actor, but uh, I like that he is a character who is morally fucked up mm-hmm. and gets into a lot of trouble with this cult and shit and uh it's a good time because so uh that's kind of him, him in real life yeah. right <laughs> I, know. I know i don't know how he related to that character at all it's no the same way. reason i like him in magnolia because yeah he's just oh yeah this dick motivational speaker he's really I'm like, good this is in that him actually in real life, right <laughs> yes i was like wait do i really like, like tom cruise in this movie wait a second what's happening well, uh, any other quick ones we gotta get to our oh, films yeah. here but uh Neat. I mean, I like Batman Returns a lot, mostly for Michelle Pfeiffer. And oh, yeah. It's just a really Christmassy movie. And it, it doesn't really play like a superhero movie. It's more just like this big Fantasia mm-hmm. of winter wonderland shit. Um, that's why people consider it a Christmas movie these days. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, that's, 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 that's great. such a cute one. It's so fun. Great. It's great. Also, a Diva's Christmas Carol with... Vanessa Williams. Good. Yes. Yeah, Vanessa Williams. Uh, oh, uh, Scrooged with Bill Murray. I love yep. that movie. Bill Murray. So much fun. That's a good one. Yeah. Really, all the Christmas cool. carols have something to recommend for the most part it's a fun because it's kind of horror adjacent yeah. you know you got the ghosts and everything but it's also and kind of feel fun, good yeah. too because there's always that uplifting yeah. ending where it's like it's really dark but you can still change your life it's pretty easy it's interesting how people th- throw a big fit about how like um when you make a christmas horror movie or something like no you can't have a, a horror movie set around christmas uh, and yet that movie like those movies are definitely horror adjacent yeah. like there's ghosts and shit and they're haunting this exactly. guy and like uh nobody has any problem with any no. of the christmas carol movies but you, know? you give santa claus an axe and they're like hey now let's not get crazy <laughs> that's a uh, that's one sleigh oh, too fuck. far right oh, that, I, I can't do that yeah well i guess oh. silent night deadly night gotta throw that in there that's a oh, fun yeah. one of course all all of them right it's yeah. fun because it's a it's um, a movie as jamie lee curtis would say about trauma and uh <laughs> and Boy, is it! <laughs> There's just so much. There are some layers in that movie. I rewatched it two nights ago, and I was like, "This movie yep. actually does have a story. Like, there's actually character and there's plot. <laughs> it's not just like there's a crazy Santa with an axe hacking up people. Like, there's actually s- something it's trying it's tr- trying to say, and I appreciate it, that. It opened like really well at the box office. Like, I think it beat out. I've seen people posting Nightmare about that recently. Street. Yeah, nuts. which is nuts. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's partly because there was that huge backlash mm-hmm. campaign that everybody had to see it because yeah. everybody was talking about it, which is why those campaigns never work, no, folks. Like, it just makes you want to don't see even it bother. More. I don't know why we're. T- I don't know who I'm talking to. Our audience is not these people, but <laughs> you're all wonderful. You're all lovely. you're all wonderful. But if you know any of these people, remind them yeah. that it causes more you know Slap controversy. Them in the face which for us. Then, yeah. yeah, Carol's great from 2015. Oh the um, oh the lesbian picture. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, the lesbian, the lesbian Christmas picture. The Let me tell you, yeah, it's a great that picture. Love ladies. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really wonderful. I had put it off for a while, and I watched it, and I was like, I am just enthralled by this. Well, I guess we should. I mean, uh, I need to throw out Christmas Christmas Vacation just so that we don't get a million people being like, oh, Why don't you bring up Christmas Vacation? But, I know. Um, I still need to watch whatever. that again. It's been so long. Well, that's a good bunch of movies. Uh, yes. We spend a lot of time on that, so you you can cut that down a little if you need to. I might. <laughs> Black Christmas says, 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 says Black Christmas right? Eye. I don't know. Black Christmas Eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't even know. I mean, listen, <laughs> the basic story is the same in all of these. It's a bunch of sorority girls who are 
maybe not yet home for the holidays who are staying mm-hmm. behind and they start to get these creepy phone calls from this person who is murdering them one by one and who could it yeah. be that's a, pretty much the same for all of, all of these films but they go about yeah. it in very different <laughs> ways the execution is very very different so different and uh yeah it's all in the details yeah. this franchise saga whatever the fuck it is it really does go to show how important the details are because i guess we can go in i don't know or should we save the last the best one for last i don't know, I don't know. we might lose um, some people if we do that <laughs> we might i guess okay so i guess let's start with the first one. the thing with the first one is i don't have much to say about it because either. it's fucking perfect it is. like you know it's 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 this great blend of like sophistication and class with like humor mm-hmm. and some sleaze in there too, mm-hmm. which we always oh, love. Yeah. Extremely formative, you know. It still doesn't really quite get the love it deserves, and I think partly it's because it is a Christmas movie. Maybe like Halloween, people are like, "Oh yeah, well, we can." Wa- everybody can like that because Halloween, it's okay to like spooky things right. around that time period. But around Christmas, it's like, "Oh, you get the people that are like, I don't want to watch any horror or anything. Exactly. I want to watch Hallmark um, movies." With yeah, my and I got those Hallmark yeah. movies. Oh, let me tell you what. I watched that, what is it? The Christmas, I can't even remember the name of the, the movie now. Setup, the Christmas setup with Fran Drescher. Oh, and <laughs> What is that? Everybody's talking about it now. I, I, it's it's a gay Christmas movie that just came out. Um, Fran Drescher plays like a mom in it. Um, it was fine. Like, I hated it, but <laughs> it was cute, I guess. <laughs> it was fine, but you hated it. Okay. <laughs> it was a, it was a like lifetime movie. So, you know, well, I yeah. just everything happened it, these two white rich gay guys love each other i guess and there's no sex because it's a lifetime movie and that's my synopsis thanks there was no sex because it was a lifetime movie i hated it i hated it but it was cute and everybody's losing their shit over it and it's like God we've damn. come so far right? because now we have two men together in a lifetime movie Dreams do come true. I'm like, was this something we were gunning for? Right. Is this this part of the gay agenda? Because I I didn't get that pamphlet. I didn't get that. I guess so. Because there's been like five of them this this season (laughs) with like a bunch of gay Christmas movies. And I'm just like, I... But they're not they're, they're not good, I assume. I mean, I haven't seen Happiest Season. I do want to see that one because I like Clea Duvall. And, um, I'm going to stick with Black Christmas, okay? That's, like, uh, yeah. I don't need these, these, these Christmas I support my gay movies, okay? And yeah. this one. Yeah. Yeah. What else? I mean, it's perfect. It's fucking Again. terrifying. I mean, these phone calls it, have never been topped, ever. Because they're, they're just, like, ever. this crazy, rambling gibberish of a crazy person. And you're like, what the mm-hmm. fuck is this guy talking about? And it's like he's possessed by Satan. It, like, it, it, it does yeah. actually sound like st- stuff from The Exorcist. And I'm convinced that since this came out the year after that, they might have been somewhat inspired by that. Because it's just this weird, like, guttural, like, screaming and cursing and, like, sexual stuff, you know? Like, he yeah, really throws... Like, you bitch pig. He's and, like, yeah, I'm going to lick your cunt. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, it's shocking i'm like well god you won't find that in black christmas 2019 mm-hmm. and it's just so disturbing and it's just it, like none it's almost like he's trying to tell his backstory through these phone calls but it's very subtle and you you can kind of piece together a bit of it but it's still very mysterious and you're like who is agnes because he keeps talking 
about someone named Agnes in it, and you're like, is that his sister? Is that his first victim? Like, what's going on? Did he, like, right. rape her? Did he kill her? Did he do both? What's going on? Like, it's so creepy. That's why it's scary. Yeah. You don't know anything about this Mm-mm. guy, and that's why he's scary. Yeah. And you just know Never that he can him. do these impressions. He's really good at impressions. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you, you don't... Like you said, you can kind of maybe piece together a story, but then he could just be crazy too. So you know, yeah. maybe he's just saying things. It's so, so whereas scary. we'll get to Black Xmas, oh, but yeah. you know, they totally just throw that out the window and give you a whole backstory. But and the characters, it also has these I mean, the characters, uh, yeah, it, lovable. It, they're perfect in this. They're just wonderful. Um, they're they're strong, independent, but they don't have to tell you that they're strong and independent. Hello, Black Christmas 2019, and. They just, they are strong and independent because of what they do, not because of what they say. Yeah, and they're uh, complex. Mm-hmm. They, um, they're allowed to say some things that are a little controversial at yeah. time. Like, what is that line that, um, Barb has that's like, you can't rape a townie. <laughs> like, that's okay. That's kind of fucked up, Barb. Uh, but then she also, she also gets some, like, really funny lines throughout the, the movie, too. It, she is just. Well, I like the one where. She, but see, yeah. in a lot of other films, they would just have her be like this loud, brash, funny but that's kind of all she 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 does but there's this beautiful sadness to barb you know because she's got that one phone call with her mom and it's obvious they don't have the best relationship like i'm assuming she's with some like new boyfriend or some shit and she's just like i guess i'll spend christmas alone or whatever like she's just it's there there is a sadness you know because she drinks all the time and most people that drink all the time if we're going to be serious have some issues you know if that's what they're constantly doing and right it's a coping mechanism for other things so yeah and she's got this beautiful sort of bittersweet quality that really Mm -hmm. makes you love her she's just this sort of lost soul yeah i if i could change one thing and i don't know if i would but i I wouldn't mind seeing her as the final girl, but you know. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say you I wanted flashbacks of Billy's early life. Oh, well, well, we get that later. So okay. It, okay, it's, good, it, I'm okay with it oh. for not having that. Yeah. Because that's what, that's we did what I saga, wanted. So we get the whole picture. <laughs> I was dying for that. <laughs> I uh, that Each one of these films gives me something that I always wanted, right? Yeah, just didn't uh, know I wanted. Still not yeah. sure I wanted. I also but... like that, that line that she has when... um. Uh, what, what did they say like uh, it was after one of the prank phone calls and she's like no claire that's not a that's not a prank that's the mormon tabernacle choir doing their annual phone call, phone call. Like, I, love it. I know a professional virgin when i see one. Oh, it's so good yeah, yeah. eulish very well, so, I mean, eulish miss, miss, very eulish that's a great one yeah <laughs> that's how i feel well, right we gotta now. talk about mrs mac too mrs fucking yeah, mrs. mac mrs. who mac. is an old school yeah. vaudevillian who sometimes <laughs> likes to serenade us as she's packing up for the holidays with uh, some of her oh, old amazing. tunes, which I don't recognize, but they sound great. It's like a um, alligators something, something. I, I, it's so great. Mm-hmm. It's so great. So she, yeah. from what I can gather, had some kind of act with maybe her sister or something, and now she's a house mom. I just think it's such a great character, and she hides all this booze everywhere. <laughs> But she can't do it alone. It's, uh, she's like she is Velma Kelly. If she didn't k- kill anybody, yep. Or maybe she did. Eagle. Maybe she is Velma maybe. Kelly, grown up. Wow. I mean, the timelines would kind of match. 
they it all fits oh my god yeah. she's a I, she she's hiding that liquor in that book too i love that and uh, in drunken in the mirror toilet. monologues and <laughs> in the toilet yeah always trying to find her cat claude she's like god damn it claude where the fuck are you it's so great I mean, and unfortunately that is the death of her you know trying, trying to find trying that to find cat, cat. i think a lot of cat people that's can a creepy to that you know it's a creepy sequence a creepy death oh. uh as scary as this movie is, it still has all these this great little like bits of natural humor mm-hmm. that like feel real. Yes. And because people are naturally at least if you're hanging out with good people, they're kind of funny. Keyword you know? natural um, humor. Because it comes yes, from the characters. Forced. And there's kind of a bumbling the, cop here, but he's not he's not that kind of a bumbling cop. He's just naive. Oh he's you know Yeah, he's not that bad. Played yeah. by John Saxon, R. I. P. this year. Sad. I loved sexy ass John Saxon. Oh god. Yeah, he was he was, oh. he was a real gem mm-hmm. he's got my chestnuts roasting on oh, an open fire for years for years, years. got that got that jack frost nipping. <laughs> oh yeah you know the the cops in this movie aren't even they're not like stereotypical cops in these kinds of movies i think that's the best part is that none of the characters in this are stereotypical like there's there's not like the good girl and then the slut and then like the you know like it's no. it's like each one has little pieces of each one cuz even Claire yeah. like she's kind of like the the closest thing i can think of to like a sort of a virginal type but she's got a boy a boyfriend mm-hmm. they might have had sex you know we don't know yeah 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 each character feels like a reasonably fleshed out character mm-hmm. um at least for a slasher film Definitely. especially which is unfortunate that like later slasher films seem to have forgotten yeah. that you need to do that to make us care a little That's bit. That's why but, it's so yeah. scary is because you like these people. Yeah. And yeah. even the main character of Jess, I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of people say they don't really find her likable. They find her kind of cold, but consider mm-hmm. what she's going through throughout the process of this story. I mean, she's just discovered that she's pregnant. Yeah. She feels like she can't handle a kid. She wants an abortion. I mean, this is a lead character who wants an abortion, which you would not get in a film made nowadays. And that's the shocking part is that it seems like we've come so far and yet we really haven't. And this was 1974. This is one year after Roe versus Mm -hmm. Wade. Like this is not, you know, a big there wasn't a big time frame here. And the way that... um, Peter, the way that Peter reacts is still the way a lot of men react today. Yeah. You know, they think that they find out, you know, their girlfriend's pregnant. So they need to quit everything that they're doing and uh, go be with her, even if that's not what necessarily she wants. Yeah. You know, uh, they think that they have to be this protective father type person. And he tries to coerce her into having the kid, which is really fucked up. Yeah. And she's like, but it happens all the time. Yeah. You know? And she's just like, I've got stuff I would like to do. Like, I want to complete school. I want to actually have a job and like have a life. This isn't gonna work that for me. That scene is amazing. It's yeah, so good. coming again from from a horror it's movie, in a like from the seventies. Like it's great. Yeah, like, it's from a slasher unbelievable. movie. Unbelievable. This movie has such just, guts. You don't see it? Oh, it does. It, that, it's that's what I love about it. Yeah, yeah, because it's just it's ballsy literal and from figurative. The start. Yeah. It's ballsy. It's yeah. just. Oh yeah. my god! And and I mean, just yeah. everything about this movie—it's just so creepy. And the pacing is just right. I know some are like, "It's a little slow." I'm like, "Well, you're a little slow," and it's just—it's just, it's just... <laughs> if you're used to the like, you know, I don't know, scream era mm-hmm. shit, then maybe 
you'd find it a little bit slow, yeah. but like it's not slow compared to like what's out there right now compared to like not Hereditary really, yeah. and The Witch and stuff. Like it's not slow compared to mm-hmm. those. And you know, it's got a little yeah. bit of mystery because there's this there's this person out there who's been killing other people and there's kind of mm-hmm. a investigation subplot about that. But you're never really quite sure if it's the same person that's killing everyone in the sorority or if it's something else completely different. And even at the end of the film, you're kind of like, well, was the killer really Peter? You know, it could have been him, maybe, possibly. But it's kind of implied that it's not. Yeah, because that final tracking sequence which is really fucking creepy like maybe the creepiest thing in the film it's like the opening and the ending of this are like the creepiest things in it it's so terrifying those pov shots and it's yeah because that's what that's what's creepy about it in the end um in the beginning it's a pov shot Mm -hmm. when it's like tracking like that and then at the end it's like you don't know what's going on but it it uses that same uh format to do that and oh yeah like you said you don't know is it peter but like it it doesn't seem like it but i've heard a lot of people make that argument that it is yeah Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I I don't think it was him. I I don't yeah. think it was. I think it was just some random guy, and he's not done yet. He's he's gonna keep yeah. on going. And a lot of people don't yeah. don't like that open ending. And I think it's the most brilliant part of the movie. I just think it's so scary yeah. that he could just still be out there, and we have no idea where he's gonna strike next. You know, I mean, I, I guess Halloween yeah. kind of did the same thing. But I, for some reason, people forgive that movie. Maybe because there's sequels. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Halloween in general gets more love than Black Christmas, yeah. and I don't really think that's. I don't want to say it's not deserved because Halloween is also a you know pretty perfect yeah. film. But like Black Christmas deserves more. It's like even though we've had two remakes, so yeah. it's like you would think that Black Christmas would be this huge thing, and I feel like it's still just not yeah. as big as it's like, like Halloween. Even why are you remaking it? Because it's not going to be a big hit because it doesn't have a lot of name recognition, and both yeah. remakes weren't very big hits in the theater. So it's kind of like why right. are you bothering trying to remake it and use the title when? It's not really going to bring pe- people in. And I do think Halloween, in a technical sense, is a much stronger mm-hmm. film in the sense that it's much more stylish. And Black Christmas is sort of shot almost kind of documentary style. Like it's sort of gritty and grainy and dark and spooky. It doesn't really draw a yeah. lot of attention to itself the way Halloween does. And I think maybe that's why people don't respond to it as much because it's it's just it it's not as flashy, I guess. It could be. I I think the script is better. I than think Halloween. so too. Like I'll, I'll yeah. just say it. I think there's also just this weird thing with I don't know horror fans in general where they seem to think that Halloween was like the first horror movie. Yeah. You know, it was like anything before before that. It's like we don't really care about. Oh, it. It's girl, like please. I don't. This is generalization, of course, but like some Gen Xers seem to think that way. It's like, oh, anything made before Halloween. Yeah. And then you get the millennials that are like anything made before Scream yeah. is like, I don't care. And it's just like, come on, guys, guys. Like, there's so much good stuff out there. So much good stuff. Like, don't limit Especially yourself. Especially in the 70s. Like, come on. Open your yeah. mind. Oh. <laughs> it's not even a song, but it is now. So it, it, it is now. That's our theme song for, for the show. Open your heart on and the your mind. Homos on Haunted Hill. <laughs> Where the minds are open. Delilah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that makes me just want to sit in a nice bubble bath and drink some wine. 
<laughs> Hello, caller. Do you have a message for, for your girlfriend this Christmas Eve? I'm going to play something nice for her. There should be a remake of Black Christmas that's like about a radio DJ who's just getting prank calls. There we go. We should just do an episode do someday it. that's just like, we're, we should tell people to call in and at a certain hour and we'll we'll take the requests. And, uh, we'll <laughs> but see. it's just like us doing character voices. <laughs> yeah, in karaoke. That'd be per- that's, uh, people will like that. My daughter-in-law is driving me crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I do voices. I, yeah. <sighs> what do you mean you do voices? <laughs> Abner, <laughs> I can't even. Yeah, but I mean, uh, Black Christmas, yeah. the original, just unbelievable cinematic perfection, terrifying from start to finish, suspenseful, great it's characters, wonderful. funny. It's everything you could possibly want in a film. And if you don't like it, I'm I'm sorry for your life. I'm sorry. Get some help. I'm really sorry. <laughs> and the, the scoring's great. There's oh, there's just subtle. enough there yeah. that it it's. Uh, some like slow strings at time and an occasional like cymbal crash yeah, and, and like, it's some... it's really great it's not overbearing but it's also you, you sense it and it's oh, there so um, good yeah and then there's just yeah. ton, tons of like Christmas songs like there's the uh, carolers as yeah. Barb is just being stabbed like that's terrifying that, that scene is great oh, yeah it's so creepy oh my god and Jess is just like smiling the whole time like, and, oh yeah, you're it's... lovely you do uh... you want some hot chocolate why, why is she British? Is, she's was like that an exchange a choice? Like, I know she's... Maybe. Okay, I couldn't mm. remember what, did they, if they ever really uh, addressed that directly, but No, yeah. I guess not. Um, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Like, I, I think I went to school with people yeah. from different countries. Yeah, I mean, I, I did too. I just, I guess it just would have been interesting to, to address that at some point. And it with all these movies, it's always kind of like, they're calling it Black Christmas, but it I assume is more like Black early December because the oh, yeah. school semester for colleges ends around like typically halfway through yeah. the month, you know, like the 10th, 11th type thing. So it's like, unless they're staying longer, which maybe they are because they don't go to classes. So yeah, I think maybe they do in the, the 2019 one. Can but. you stay in a sorority house over break? I don't know all the, all the rules and regulations. So great film. So great film. Good. Uh, now yeah. it's all downhill from here. Okay. Oh, oh that's boy. the problem with this. You know, I, Strapping. I, uh, I waited, I, even though I knew we were doing this for like a month now, no, I waited until I like last too. night to watch too. all three of them. And, uh, you know, I, I went backwards though. So I got the, the best one last. Oh, um, good. At least you got a nice palate cleanser. But Black Xmas. Yeah. In 2000, I think it might've been like 2004 or five when they decided to do this. I was pretty game yeah. because I loved the original and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. Glenn Morgan made Willard, which I thought was very good. I thought he's going to know what he's doing. Like this is this is going to work. And then they started to announce the cast and I was like this is a who's who of wonderfully talented young ladies. I was like this is going to be great. Right. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't work out. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, that that's Black yeah. Christmas. All we have to say about that one. And moving on to <laughs> Yeah, I mean like you said the cast is perfect. You got Katie Cassidy, Michelle Trachtenberg who was just fresh off of Buffy mm-hmm. and Harriet the Spy and all that and uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead, yeah. who's done like everything Lazy nowadays. Lazy Chabert uh, from Mean Girls. Yeah, Lazy Chabert from Mean Girls, just fresh off that. Andrea and, Martin uh, comes back and plays the house Andrew mom. Andrea fucking Martin. They give her yeah, nothing to yeah. do. She doesn't get to drink, but no. which she would have fucking killed that stuff. Like, why are you going to cast Andrea Martin and give her nothing funny to do? I'm like, she would have been amazing right. with all Come that drunk now. stuff, you know? Come on. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. 
And um, Kristen Cloak. Kristen Cloak, Final Destination. Final Destination. Also married to Glenn she, Morgan, so there might be some she is. connections I saw that. there. I saw that, yeah. So it's a great bunch of ladies. Yeah. Uh, it... I think it. The, okay, the weird thing about this movie, yeah, it starts very strong. I love the opening scene; it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm invested for like five minutes. Yeah, fifteen yeah, minutes. It's but, bad. Yeah, it's it. It just it's like like if you were to pick one film from like 2006 that encompassed like this era, this might be it because it has all these tropes yeah. from this era that are just so grating to me now <laughs> that I like giving us so much backstory that nobody asked for completely ruins the whole like making the character what made the character scary in the first one because you didn't know anything about him and now it's like i know everything about this guy and it's so over the top yeah i I think the problem with this movie is i mean there's well there's there are many problems but yeah the biggest one for me is that you have this great cast but you waste them because we don't know anything about them and you take yes. all this time to give Billy backstory, which could have been giving valuable backstory to the women. And it's exactly. just, it's a waste of exactly. time. And yeah. like the yeah. flashbacks by themselves, there's some fun stuff in there for a different movie, maybe. Like yeah, that's, a campier movie. It feels movie. like two different movies. Yeah. There's, it, it does. There's like, it's like they're trying to do a serious mystery thriller but then mm-hmm. they're also trying to do like this really gory, campy, like Tales from the Crypt episode. And I'm like, I don't, this isn't mixing at, at all. And like, sometimes they try to be funny and I'm like, but it's not funny enough to be a dark comedy. And it's it's also no. not serious or scary enough to be a good horror film. So I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what was the intention here? I don't know the intentions. The intentions seem very fuzzy. Yeah, they're trying to have their severed eyeball and eat it too right Which, you I know mean, they do they they <laughs> they, they literally they do there's so much eyeball trauma what is in this movie eyeballs? Like, it's why? like was this dir- i don't get directed it directed by Lu- lucio fulci like what is with the eyeball thing yeah i i don't understand i don't get uh, it it's weird and it's like because he any he, he kills every girl the same way plastic too. It's like, bag well, not every girl but most of them like plastic bag over the eyeball. head stab through the yeah. eye you know it's like it's, like what is with that Oh, well, I guess it's because when he was a child, I don't know if you remember this, Kevin, because it was a very subtle scene (sighs) where he sees his father being beaten in the head with a hammer while he has a plastic bag on his face. And that is why he (laughs) has a plastic bag. Okay. If this were like real life, maybe I could believe that. But in a flasher movie, it's fucking boring that you're killing the same person the same way every way. You know, it's ridiculous. And I just don't get it. I mean,. I will say this. It's a beautifully shot film. I think out of all of the films, it's the most beautifully shot. It's gorgeous. Well, it's so Christmassy and it's got all the the bright lights and everything. And it's, it's like this winter wonderland Mm -hmm. and you got the, the soundtrack has all these like Christmas tunes in it and like the sugar plum fairy ringtone that plays like it it, it just puts you in the mood. Yeah. Although the actual music score I think is actually one of the worst parts of the film because it's like this twinkly fun jaunty like john williams style score it's like do, 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 well, it's do, really do. jolty and i'm like yeah this yeah, is yeah. like so you're basically scoring it like it's a family comedy for the most part i don't like that yeah it feels like different people working on this film had different yeah. ideas of what this film should There's be too many and cooks too many cooks making those There's too many cooks cookies. in the kitchen too much uh and i haven't really read too many interviews with this director 
to like get he a sense of like it. how much I of it mean, turned it, out. I I read a draft of the script because when it first yeah. came out, I had been told that the original intent of this was to make a scary film like yeah. the original. And so I got a hold of a draft of the script, a pretty early draft, and mm-hmm. it's not really that different from what's on screen. Like they they do keep the whole Agnes thing under wraps until the end of the film, which is better. Mm-hmm. So this whole time you just think it's Billy, but at the end it turns out it's actually Agnes, and I think Billy died. And it's just her. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, that would be a cool twist if you didn't have the scene where Billy's escaping from the mental hospital after we've already seen a girl get killed at the sorority house. Because it's like, I don't right. think he's a time jumper, but I mean, who knows? In yeah, this film, it wouldn't surprise the me. Whole, the whole two killer thing is. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a fun like, idea, the fact but that... it just didn't. I don't know. And the fact that they've been living in this house for how long? How? Like, it, it doesn't make any how sense. The fuck. Like, first of all, even in the flashbacks, the house has all these, like, hidden passageways and shit. I'm like, who designed this house? Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. It's so weird. Right. And, I mean, it's it's a fun An idea. Andy Warhol house or something? No. It's yeah. weird. And I don't it's... like that he's yellow. Why is he all jaundiced? And, like, that's yeah, not why scary. was that a plot point? He looks like the fucking Hulk, like, okay? That's not scary. Skin disease. It's another think, damn skin that, disease that, thing. Once again, yeah, it's going another back to that. again. Like, yeah, it's another thing from this era. You know, we got to make these really fucked up kind of um, backwoodsy yeah. kind of villains and in, uh, in everything. We have to and understand be the them. We, we we have to understand their pain because Michael yeah. Myers is really just looking for his sister. He just wants his sister for Halloween, and and a- Agnes and. Billy also just want a family for Christmas. It's just a family for Christmas. The only movie from this era that handled this pretty well was House of Wax. And that's because it didn't get bogged down in it these flashbacks. Like they're it. there. Yeah. And the exposition doesn't feel like a different movie. No. Like it just feels like, cause, because every that film feels fairly cohesive yeah. with the wa- with a um, kind of goofy wonkiness that mm-hmm. we love about it. But like this film does not. There's just, it it's just feels like two movies. Fuck. And these, it's very choppy and weirdly edited um like like you said it's shot well but like the editing is strange um and uh, things don't really flow and it feels longer than it is Mm -hmm. like i was sitting there and i was like is this movie done like even though there is there are things happening ostensibly Uh, yeah but but then there are scenes when they're just sitting around yeah absolutely like you said just like one scene after another it's like well and then um, they make the fatal mistake of killing off like two of the characters in the first like 45 minutes and that's it and yeah. so by mm-hmm. the time they get to the last 30 minutes of the, of the film, they have like half of the cast that's still alive. And at some point yeah. they just kill them one by one in the span of about four minutes. <laughs> Cause they're like, Oh shit, this movie's wrapping up. Uh, I guess we need to kill all these people. Um, let's just, uh, okay. Yeah. So they're in, in the car and then, um, uh, she's killed in the car and a person sees it and they're just going to bump into a gate and then an ice sickle is going to go through their head because that kills two birds with one stone. I'm like, what the oh, fuck is happening? Andrea Martin did not deserve that oh, death. It's so undignified. My God. It's so undignified. They brought her back just to kill her off with a fucking icicle. I mean, Come that on. is ridiculous. Oh, this franchise has a problem with ice sickles as weapons. Are they really that sharp? Yeah. Are they really? Right. I mean, because that's, right. I don't support it. I don't endorse it. I don't either. I don't. 
And uh, yeah, so that's really where the film, I think, truly 100% falls apart is the last half where it's just all this shit is happening, but there's no tension. There's no buildup. And once again, it's usually like the same kind of death with the plastic bag. And it's just a whole mess of stuff. And and then you have all the twists. And why is Agnes a man? And why does he look older than Billy, who is supposed to be the father. What is th- what is happening? What is this? I don't know. It's it's so weird. It's a strange. Agnes would be a great part yeah, for I... like some wonderful character actress who 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 just loves to just let loose and and have and and have some hammy fun. And Rebecca Gayhart, yes. come on! Oh my God, that could have fixed this entire movie. <laughs> just have her be be. <laughs> Be like, yes, it's me, Agnes. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Why? 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 He took my eye. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want. My God, that could have fixed everything. Really? No. no. But apparently the person playing him is a guy who uh, was like a grip on the movie. And they were just like, you look scary. Why don't you play the killer? (sighs) I'm like, you had a budget like couldn't you have just cast someone i mean yeah yeah i'm sitting here reading like that there was a lot of studio intervention oh, yeah. with the weinsteins and everything but yeah i don't i don't see it, it feels uh, like these actresses were there for like a day mm-hmm. too because like all of the scenes most of the scenes take place the with them just sitting around the living room, room yeah. being bitchy to one another again no they don't feel like sisters no. this is like that sorority row effect yeah. of like I, the girls, it's like men trying to write bitchy dialogue yeah. with these girls who we don't know anything about and they don't feel like real people at all. They talk with these, like, stereotypical, yeah, bitch, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, okay, I, I get why, like, some gay men love that. Like, and I do when it has a purpose, I works, guess. And yeah. they still feel like, yeah, this when it works. And it does not work But then they try to do that thing, like, midway through where it's like, okay, the killer is obviously in the house, so Mrs. Mack yeah. is actually smart, and is like, okay, well, I'm going to get in the car, because the police aren't going to come, and I'm going to drive there, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I don't know her character's name, because I think she's just like, I don't either. and she's, and right. she's like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come with. And everyone else is like, well, we don't know where Claire is. Like, we can't find her, so what if she comes home to an empty house? I'm like, who gives a fuck? Like, oh no, she's going to be alone on Christmas? What a horrible thing. You could be murdered. Get the fuck right. out, out of the house, you dumbasses. Get out. And it's Come like, on. but we're Come sisters. On. We stick together. I'm like, I haven't seen yeah. any of this sticking together in the past hour. So why are you all of a sudden like, we're sisters? Like, shut mm. up. Shut the hell up. I don't believe I you. I don't either. I don't Lies. believe it. It's mm. one of the funniest moments i don't know if i feel like it's unintentionally funny and that's why but like where the phone call rings and michelle Trachtenberg just like you know the the guy's on the other line then she just puts the phone down she's like that's not megan's (laughs) i don't know i just die her delivery of that line well and also because that's the thing let's talk about the phone calls here the phone calls obviously 50 different people doing the yeah. voices and it's not effective because it doesn't sound like it's the like same scream three person. right yeah it sounds like a yeah. bunch of different people trying to pretend like it's the same person doing the voices but the calls aren't scary because they're not that creepy gross like sexually explicit kind of 
ickiness, which was so effective. No. It's just this guy just like, Agnes, where's your sister? I don't know. I want to be home for Christmas. I'm like, this isn't scary. Right. What the fuck is this? And the the girls' reactions yeah. are not as effective no. either, like, as they are in the first one. At They're all. just kind of like, oh, who's it's that? Like, what happened? Oh, like, oh, that's, I thought that's Megan scary. went home. Oh, my God. What's going on? Oh my God. Have another glass of red <laughs> wine. So scary. Oh, God. Uh, Mrs. Mack, your story must be really getting to us. Also, why does Mrs. Yeah. Mack roast a marshmallow in the fireplace and immediately stick it in her mouth on that sh- on that hot ass like poker thing? I'm like, that's gonna burn your mouth, Mrs. Mack. Mrs. Ma- Mrs. Mack is a she's, she's a, a yeah. risk addict. And yeah. the character of Eve. Can we take a little moment mm. and discuss the character of Which Eve? one is Eve? I don't the even know. The random one names. who pulls her hair back and looks like a Mennonite and just shows up for one scene and then gets decapitated. Oh, yeah. The red herring. Yeah. yeah. Who, she gives, she gives Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character the glass unicorn. You know, haha. It's a little yes. fun in joke. The token glass, win- yeah, unicorn. And mm-hmm. she's like, I'm giving this to you because I know you like the Bible and stuff. <laughs> like, what? Uh, I want to know more about her. I think she's a she's a film waiting to happen. And everyone just reacts to her like she's a ghost. Like, they're just like, are you guys seeing her? Is she real? Because they, they don't respond really to happening? her. They're just like, is this no. the ghost of the sorority? What's going on? And then... Right, this is a, a, a Christmas tale. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just like, yeah. Eve is so weird. And yeah. Mrs. Mack is like, her mother was a legacy. Shut up. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm like, poor Eve. And she just gets her It's another movie where, up. like, nobody seems to be listening to each other. No. They're kind of just saying words. But, like, nobody's really responding. Yeah. And it's like, are they even on the same set with mm-hmm. each other? Because they, they're barely even acknowledging it. Maybe that's intentional because they're supposed to be so vapid and self, you know, obsessed. It's but it's just, it's not interesting to watch. No. And, it's and, and then at some point they discover that Eve wrapped the gift in some newspaper from the 70s. And they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. She must be obsessed with Billy. Like they just jump mm. to that conclusion, and she runs up upstairs into her room and finds this like shrine to Billy. And I'm like, okay, are we gonna address the fact that this creepy bitch had a shrine? Like, why? Like, what's nope. going on with that? <laughs> like, that was a that nope. was a closed door there that we were gonna go into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very strange. That door was not open. It was no, not. It, was, it should have been left a, a it jar closed for the holidays. That was, yeah. uh, and then you get the the little plot point with like the boyfriend Ugh. and how he's like cheating on her, and it, but that doesn't really go anywhere effective. either. So yeah. it's just like, it's yeah, like you made a like, sex tape with my sister, and like who cares? Yeah. It's like, did did you film who me cares? too, Kyle? Is that what it is? Am I gonna wind up on the interweb? Like, oh, yeah, what gripping drama. And it has the final act at the hospital, which we've seen a couple times now, okay, where we get the defibrillator killer kill, which is from Scream Four too. There and, are yeah. like. 50 endings to this movie and that's the problem that's why it feels like it goes on like forever well, because yeah like, it does not actually end. there are like 50 e- endings to to this well that's true because they kept rewriting them the and, yeah, original yeah. endings it's a great ending for a different movie because it's kind of like the yeah. ending to the first film where um mm-hmm. the the two survivors they think that billy and agnes have been burnt to a crisp in the house yeah 
and they're in the hospital and there's like this kind of sweet bit where the Claire's Claire's sister is like, I'm going to open this gift that she gave to me because I'm not going to get to open it with her. And it's kind of sweet and comes out of nowhere considering the rest of the movie. And then they get a phone call and they're like, who could that be? And it's from Kyle, but Kyle's dead. So someone has his cell phone, someone who's still in the house. And then it just, and then the camera just moves out of the hospital into the snow. And it's a really effective ending in the same way as the original. But the problem is it wouldn't work with the film that we've seen up to that point. Cause it's, it's like, right. So I, right understand why they had to reshoot it because they needed something as ridiculous to go along with the ridiculousness of the rest of of the film. And they reshot the ending like three times. Like there's so many different endings. Like there's one where I don't think Billy even shows up. I think it's just Agnes. It's it's so bizarre. The one that they went with, with the theatrical is definitely the most ridiculous. And you know what? Considering the tone of the rest of the film, it does fit. I think after this, I've washed my hands of this, and yeah. maybe I'll watch it again in like a decade. But it's gonna be a while before I revisit this one again. Yeah, I, just... I wasn't sure how I would feel this I time because I, I didn't like it when it first came out because I was like, I really want this to be scary because I love the first one so much, yeah. and it wasn't. And I was kind of like, eh. But then as the years went on, I was like, I enjoy it as its own thing, I guess. But then watching it, I guess it was two nights ago. I was like. This isn't really doing it for me. I think it's one that people remember in a different way than it actually is. Like, they remember it being this kind of campy, fun movie. And parts of it are, I guess. But, like, most of it's not. And I feel like even I fall into that trap sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, after, like, five years of not seeing it, be like, oh, actually, was that kind of good? Because I remember it being, like, kind of fun and campy. But but then when I'm watching it, I'm like, no, it's not good. Sorry. (laughs) So that's Black X-Moss. Yes. They had to change the name. So then, you know, we jump forward. I don't know math. I don't do math. It's not in my contract. (laughs) Over a decade later. (laughs) A little bit over. Yeah, because that was, wait, that was 2006. So 2019, I think it was announced in 2019 and it came out in 2019, right? It was really quick. It it was like one of those. I think it was announced in like March or April. Like we're doing Black Christmas, yep. the remake. It's going to be out in time for Christmas. And everyone was like, is that a good idea? You might be surprised to learn oh. on this that I this. Okay, Ooh. this is my first time watching this movie. And I kind of liked oh, it. Yay. I didn't like I, maybe it's because I went in with such low expectations it because it's one of those movies that people have just been shitting on for a year. And I was like, OK, I'll get to this when I get to it. So I guess we're going to record this episode. So I should probably watch it. And um, I started with it um, because I was like, it's going to be the worst one. Let's get it out of the way. It was not the worst one. Oh. Um, I definitely prefer it to Black Xmas personally. Um, yeah, it doesn't compare to the original. But what does? True. I get the main complaints people have. You know, it's. There's not a lot of suspense in it. It's weirdly shot at times where, like, there are just these scenes where, like, there's supposed to be suspense. But part of it's that there's no score underneath, and I don't really get that at all. Yeah. But, um, yeah. and uh, I, I get the whole, you know, we'll get into some of the, you know, uh, um, I don't know the PC term here, but uh, it's not subtle with these themes, no. right? You it's know, a bit it, in it, your face. It, uh it's it's yeah and i think that's a big part of the issue because i i think the original addressed a number of these 
sort of feminist yeah. themes without telling you that that's what and it that's was doing. That's the thing you know? is that uh, the first film shows you. This film yeah. tells you. It's like this movie has a soapbox and it loves to preach. And what it's preaching it does. is good and important. Yeah. But after a while, right. you're like, can you not have a character just spout off this crap and just like show us how this is supposed to be? You know? Exactly, because that's how you're going to win over the people who aren't already on your exactly. side, right? Yeah. You're going to subtly start to change their right. mind, not yelling at them in their face and being like, this is what you have to believe. Mm. Um, like, we've seen how that plays out in politics. Not like, pretty. I'm not trying to be like, super you know divisive here folks but like that is a part of the reason why we have such divided Mm -hmm. sense of country now where people it's the extremism of it all right being like you have to believe this what i say if you don't believe what i say you're an idiot you're stupid um and then the other side going okay well if you're gonna call me an idiot and stupid then i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want and you know i'm not gonna listen to anything you have Mm -hmm. to say and it's like there has to be a little bit of give and take here Um, it really does yeah I don't think the, the closest this movie comes to doing that is with the boyfriend character mm-hmm. who is, I, I don't really like how it's handled, but it's still like they at least attempt to make him this kind of middle ground yeah. person of being like, you know, he's like, oh, well, you know, I get what you, you girls, you know, trying to do here. But at the same time, you know, this is causing so many issues for you and you shouldn't be doing it. And, uh, you know, why? You know, it's not worth yeah, it. There's that one bit where he finally is just like, can you guys just like, you know, the message is good, but can you like calm it down and he's like yeah. are you trying to say that all men are like because and then she goes yeah. did you just not all men me and i'm like see this is the exact right. problem and she's just yeah. so abrasive about everything and i'm like you don't seem like a good friend because at some point she does go against her her best friend's wishes and posts that video without her her consent yeah. i'm like so you're kind of a shitty friend right. this is a hard movie to talk yeah. about because it's so it tries to be so rooted in reality mm-hmm. and I don't want to say anything that's like negative towards some of these people in real life like people like this in real yeah. life because I think a lot of times they do have the right ideas and like what they're trying to get through but yeah the methods I think can sometimes backfire really yeah. poorly in ways that they don't really expect and I think she's a pretty good example of that like everything she thinks she's doing she thinks is good right. and it's going to help people but like the way she goes about doing it, it doesn't really work out that no. way. And, and it's the same in real life. Like, if you tried some of this stuff in real life, you're going to get blowback. And if you can accept that blowback, cool. Uh, but, you know, it's... I don't know. Yeah, because, um, I mean, you know, she's she's kind of like this uh, sort of stereotypical social justice warrior type archetype. Right. But they don't really flesh her out beyond that so you never really get to relate to her as a human she's just this kind of like shouty screamy abrasive person and after so many scenes of that you're like is there anything left to her like does she have does she have dreams and goals (laughs) like like what's her favorite tv show (laughs) like i would like to know something about her besides it it's true this is another one where we don't learn a whole lot about the characters uh I will say the dialogue, I had heard some, people have told me like the dialogue is really bad in this movie. I, it didn't bug it's me that much. That Maybe bad, a couple lines here and there, but like I, they talk more like real people than the black Xmas oh, girls God, do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause those girls are just like these bitchy stereotypes yeah. and these, they at least make attempts at, and there's a couple little kind of cute jokes in here. And um, I don't mind the 
protagonist even i think i actually uh, think she's, she's pretty good yeah i think yeah i, I do too um, the one major missed opportunity here is you know so this character has been raped by a a frat guy and they're trying yeah. to sort of bury it under the sand they don't want it to get it out but she's gonna tell everybody you know as she should but a lot of people aren't taking it seriously. And what I thought they could have done, which which would 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 have been great, is if they had her get pregnant, and she wants to get an abortion. So it's like the original one. And this guy, for whatever sure. creepy reason, doesn't want her to get the abortion. I think that would have been a really I- interesting way to kind of bring that in there. But I get the film just doesn't really have the guts to go there. And I, I mean, it's also pg-13 so there's not a lot they can really do in terms of handling it in a very visceral way it's sort of all everything is kind of implied in this movie everything's played very safe and even the finale you know it's it, it gets so over the top and ridiculous and it's, it starts to go in a kind of a supernatural direction and they can't really have much fun with that you know like i think it would have been cool if at the end like all their heads just exploded or something but they can't even do that you know so it sort of leaves it in this really safe kind of predictable place which is not a good place for a horror film to be yeah the the problem with the ending is that it doesn't there's no build-up to that no you know it just it hits you in the face and suddenly we're talking about this statue that is spouting out black goo and it can possess people. And, and then we get this whole like girl power moment, which, okay, cool. But it's not, doesn't feel earned. It's yeah. just like, Oh, here's this random bunch of girls who show up to help you. And we're going to save the day. Yeah, you know, it's not it, like how many girls ends up sh- showing up at the end. It's like, cause there's that one yeah. point where they go and there's like another sorority house and they're being attacked too. It seems. Yeah. Are they just Going to every sorority house and, like, attacking everybody? It just feels like a different ending for a different movie because the the first half of this movie is pretty grounded in reality and dealing with real issues and everything else. And we assume the killer is just someone who is, you know, really uh, pissed off or something about, you know, the the fact that she has outed Mm -hmm. one of the fraternity guys as being a rapist. And now they're going to get the revenge and everything, which that's all we really needed. We didn't need all this, like, yeah, supernatural... Backstory. I, I don't get all the supernatural yeah. stuff is what really drags this down. I think if it had just been a traditional slasher, it would have helped. Yeah. I, I guess maybe they thought, well, if we're going to go for a PG-13, we can't really pull off a slasher. So let's just make it some supernatural thing. But I, I still think they could have done it because, I mean, the first film isn't very explicit. I mean, if if you take out all the sexual innuendos on the phone the there's not really a lot of gore i mean violence wise i still think black christmas would get a pg-13 these these days it's 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 not very explicit so you can make a slasher movie and not be gory i just it's that supernatural stuff just drags it down it does i mean it's not a huge issue until like three-fourths the way through yeah. the film when you start to kind of piece together what's going on with that. Because before that, like, there's... You just kind of assume it's not supernatural and, you know, there's just some guy out there killing yeah. people. 
And you get, I like Carriels. I love Carriels. He's still hot. Now, is um, he actually attempting to do an American accent, or is he just going full Brit? I can't. I can't tell. I can't it really tell. It kind of wavers in really between. Tell. And I'm like, what accent is? this? I mean, his character is a total, you know, misogynist yeah. dick. I'm not trying to, you know, oh, say he's that, a total but, ass. Yeah, he, yeah. I, yeah, I like he's. I like him as an actor a lot. So I, I appreciated seeing him. Yeah. Here. What else do I? What do I? Okay, so we talked about a lot of things we don't like. The things I I do like, but I like. Secret societies and cults. I'm just, I don't know. That's just something I'm into. And uh, I don't really like that it's tied to a supernatural thing in this. But, you know, I, I still like the idea of this kind of... Because uh, it's built into the Greek system and everything where there's all these, like, secret societies and everything. And you never really know anything about them. Like the skulls and crosses at yeah. Harvard or whatever, or Yale. Yeah. So I'm into that. Uh, I like the main character, like we I said, in general. Um, I don't even mind that little moment where they do the mean girls christmas thing and she comes Actually, out and i don't know how she ad-libs that quickly but you know probably my favorite part of the movie <laughs> yeah, yeah i love that song i think it's really catchy i think it's it's a great idea it's like i was kind of on board with the movie for like the first half i think when the killers yeah. k- killers show up in the house that's when i'm kind of like wait what's going on where's this going if it was all normal fraternity yeah. guys, um, that would have been kind of good to some yeah. degree. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know really what the solution would have been, but I feel like there were definitely better because it just feels so cheap. Yeah. Like it feels so like it. It's one thing if it's built in from the beginning and you see little bits of like the supernatural bits, but like just throwing it in at the end and being like, "Oh, by the way, it was all this like magical goo, black goo is what they <laughs> refer to it as." Like as I mean. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't mind supernatural shit. I think I've said it before. Like, I am kind of a... I think that's probably why this film didn't bug me as much yeah. as did some people. But uh, I, I still don't think it was earned. Yeah, it didn't deserved, feel right you know? for the film that came before it. And and it's sort of... It, yeah. It's a little, are you afraid well, of the dark at the end? And that's not a bad thing. I don't think you can compare this just, film to the know. other. Like, I mean, I know we are comparing it to the other two, right. but I just don't think you can necessarily can. No. Because I, it, this doesn't feel like it's paying homage to with those films yeah at all no it feels totally i mean it feels different. like a completely different yeah. films with a completely different uh script whereas the second one as much as i don't like it was clearly paying homage to the first yeah. one in a lot of ways with the backstory and the agnes yeah. stuff and all that stuff that they were trying to flesh the out is basically the this same, just feels yeah. like something completely yeah i feel like to 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 appreciate this at all like you have to just not associate it with those yeah. even though that's exactly what we're doing on this I podcast think that's episode the but like problem. i think if this had been called anything else it's it, you know it's the yeah. halloween three syndrome where right a film comes out and for some reason they decide to connect it to something that already exists but it's so different from the stuff that exists that it alienates yeah. a huge chunk of the audience that might have enjoyed it and yeah. Maybe 20, 30 years down the road, we're going to be seeing all these retrospectives of give Black Christmas 2019 a chance. You know, I, I it's not a Maybe. terrible movie. It's really not. It's it has some charming bits. I think the main problem is a lot of the characters aren't very well developed, which is also a problem in the uh, to 2006 one. There's there's not a lot of style. I feel I agree. Like we need more development of some of these characters all of them really yeah. i i don't i like the way they kind of stick together and they're very supportive of the fact that she you know is going through this trauma mm-hmm. but then you still have some characters that are gaslighting her the whole movie too like the cop when she tries to explain to you know the situation to him he just totally gaslights her and is like you know this is not this isn't what's happening so I, there's some real world parallels there as well yeah i almost wish they would play with that a 
bit more. Like have it be more of a paranoid yeah. thriller where you have this one girl who's trying to get people to believe her, but it's all being covered up by this shitty administration, you know, and just have yeah, it be yeah. about real people doing terrible things. Yeah, I think that's that's a good point. I think, yeah, I think that's fair. If you're gonna talk about real world issues, like find a way to do it in a way that is more grounded. And um, there, I mean, there are ways to address these things through like supernatural yeah. ways. I mean, uh, shows like Buffy and a couple other d- do that, but in general, it's a hard balance to fit mm. because the supernatural is never going to quite mesh with some of these more serious right. issues that you're going to talk about because you know obviously they're grounded in real world and <laughs> supernatural is not necessarily the real world yeah um yeah, i don't know yeah, there's, um, there's a lot to like this? in this um, i mean it's not it look it's not dull i mean i never was like let me check my watch like it was it, it pacing wise i think it moves quicker than the 2006 one yeah there's it, a it does have and a, there's like a mystery yeah throughout, you know there, there is the, an actual it flow, doesn't i mean you know yeah, the resolution is not particularly yeah. satisfying, but there's still a mystery throughout, and it kind of keeps you guessing a little bit. Unlike like the Craft Legacy, which there's just no, there's yeah. no mystery, there's no anything. Look, this in that is movie. so it's just much like suddenly than at the, the end, here's a villain. Legacy. Yeah. It is like that's what I, I expected because I didn't like that that yeah. one. I, I, was, I was like, I'm gonna hate this one, and I I, I didn't hate yeah, there's it. There's actually like, conflict. No, kind of like I, I I'll be interested to revisit it because this was the first time I yeah. might have positive or more negative feelings next time. But um, in this like black Christmas palooza that we did, I didn't hate it at all. It's really um, not that bad. It's it's there's some charm no. in this movie. It's it. And I like what they're trying to go for. I think the idea of tackling yeah. topics like this is a great idea and there's some missteps, yeah. but you know, at least they tried subtle, too subtle in some ways and not subtle enough in yeah. other ways. Yeah, um, that's true because it's, it's too subtle too subtle in the sense that I think some of these messages are just let me hit you on the head with them right. until you you know pass out. But then uh, it's not subtle uh, enough. The horror I think is kind of an afterthought in a lot of yeah. these. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there's there, the, there's not a scary yeah, the part that... or really tense moment in the entire film, and that's a problem. Um, but the opening isn't terrible. Well, when for me anyway, I it started so. off good. But when she goes to the yeah. house and then for some reason the killer is like in that house that she knocks on, I'm like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. How Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And the icicle yeah, shit and tough. everything. But yeah. um, because you never see any of the kills because it's PG-13. Yeah. I, I, it seemed like they were being safe even for PG-13, yeah, like though. Super like they're safe. And you think they they would have at least filmed more of that so they could release it like a unrated apparently version not. or something but that's what i've been told apparently is, not because yeah. on the blu-ray i think it's the, you know the the uncut unrated version and i've been told it's like they yeah. have a few extra lines of dialogue i think they say fuck a few times or something but in terms of the death yeah. scenes there's like nothing that's different i'm like really that's kind of surprising right. oh and they don't do the phone calls right they do they the texts and for the most part dm text which, which are not as effective not as scary because there's yeah. like there's one that's like what does uh a ham a christmas ham have in common with a sorority girl that they yeah. both squeal when they're being killed or something i'm like not exactly best yeah. work there and maybe this is just us showing our age like maybe someone like 
14 would watch this and be like, that's so scary because they don't have phone conversations. Oh, that, anymore, oh that's you know? true. Like, they don't talk on the that's phone. True. So maybe they find maybe this that's scarier. Really scary. um, it's like they're sliding to my but, DMs. You know, it's, it's so scary. So yeah, those are our thoughts on Black Christmas. Yeah. They're all their own little crystal unicorn. I don't know that they needed to exist beyond the first one, but you know. It's, yeah, uh... <laughs> like the last two don't really need to be here with us on this planet, yeah. really. But, you know. Or like the 2019 one, just call it something different. Yeah. And, you know. Slay Girls. I mean, there okay, we go. But... Slay that's... Girls. That's what the poster yeah. said. That's what our friend Charles that's call, right. calls it. So. And I support his cho- choice yeah. there because it, make, it makes I more do sense. I need to. Did you get a Overlook gem? Yeah, I'm going to go with Blood okay. and Lace from the 70s. It's kind of a proto-slasher starring Gloria mm-hmm. Graham as a woman who operates an orphanage for children who are um, a little bit on the uh, troubled side. And because she gets funding for this, she kills any of the kids who try to escape so that she can still get the money and just freezes them because she's under the impression that if you freeze a dead body at some point you can bring it back to life and it is just really fun there's an opening scene that i swear is like the opening of black christmas or halloween it's like this big um sort of steady cam shot it's an inspirational film in many ways i enjoy it it's so trashy and there's a twist at the end that is the (laughs) that is like the nastiest (laughs) But also most hilarious twist. I don't want to spoil it. You just have to watch it. I think it's on Prime. I think I think so, because the Blu-ray just went out of print. So, um, super early yes. for yeah, proto slash like seventy yeah, one even before. Maybe I think yeah. so. even before Home for the yeah. Holidays. Yeah, it's really fun. I highly uh, recommend it. I'll take it back a long way. I don't know why. This is just one that was. I liked quite a bit. Um, the Ghost Ship from nineteen forty-three. Oh, I think this is the earliest I have one never we've seen done, that. but. It was uh, on some list that I was going through and working through, and um, I just found it very charming. And it has not, there's no ghost in it, so sorry. Uh, I know, it's not uh, the original version of the ghost ship. I know, I know. Um, it's more of this kind of proto psycho psychological thriller thing set on a boat. And uh, it's interesting because you got this uh, dude, this sailor dude who boards uh, this freighter. And uh, he meets this captain, and during the first voyage, he begins to suspect that this captain is, like, crazy. Because anytime one of the crew members uh, slights him in any way, they end up dead. And they're like, oh, well, how is this happening? So the guy is, like, trying to prove that this captain is crazy and decides that he can't handle it anymore. So he gets off the boat, and then he still is sort of hunted down by this captain. And all the shit goes down. There's a lot of, like, kind of gay shit in it, too, because just the way they look at each other. And guys are, like, up in each other's business all the time. Oh. And it's... it's um. I always appreciate that. A lot of really good creepy isolation and claustrophobia vibes on this boat. It's kind of a misty and um, it's it's seaside horror. So I always love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I really liked it. It's one of those 40s hits that doesn't get a lot of love, but like, you know, stuff we talked about, like cat people has that, that mood mm-hmm. and the atmosphere there. It kind of has that kind of vibe too. So yeah, I, I appreciate it a lot. So go check it out. Uh, so we got one more Tuesday left in the month. I don't know what we're doing. We have a possible film. We might switch it up and do something different. We'll have to talk about what we want to mm-hmm. do, but I hope this was a good time yes we also will be guesting i don't know if i should say are we allowed to i think i could is it a secret maybe i just won't tell you what the film is i don't, I don't... okay fine i'm gonna tell We're you doing an all nude show <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you and it's <laughs> an all new... <laughs> no we are going to be guests on um horror queers with trace thurman and joe lipset yes, on 
Wednesday the 30th. So that's next week after this episode airs, right before New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. We're not going to tell you what film it is because I think they want to announce it, but, uh, you know. We're going to be there. Think about New Year's Eve. We're gonna be there. Yeah, uh, there, there's a we'll few be there. options. <laughs> when we get closer, we'll let you know exactly what that yeah. is. And in the meantime, you know, you can follow us on social media as always. We're on Facebook and Twitter at H-O-H-H Podcast. We're on Instagram at Homos on Haunted Hill. Uh, we are on Letterboxd. Um, you can email us at homos on Haunted Hill at gmail.com. If you want to give us a topic of the week, that'd be great. Uh, we're always looking for those to talk about. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Please be nice. As always, we have a Patreon account. I guess we should do a shout out to one of our Patreon listeners here today. Let me pull that out really quick. How about we give a shout out to, uh, you know him better than I do, uh, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Beach now. Yes, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Who I believe just had a, a loss in the family. Yes. So we wanted to say, you know, give our condolences to that. Yes, but um, he always gives such great feedback on our episodes, and we really appreciate that. He does. Thank you he so does. much for and that, he's, Jeff. Uh, he's a film buff mm-hmm. as well. Um, Very much He's so. given us some stuff to watch even oh, sometimes, yeah. and uh, yeah, so we appreciate that a lot. Thank you, Jeff. Um, so we'll do some others next week, as always. That's right. um, um, In the meantime, you know, have a lovely, if you celebrate Christmas, you know, Christmas or Hanukkah or, you know, whatever holiday you celebrate. Yeah. I'm only here for the decorations and the horror movies, so... Uh, yeah, and too. the sweets. Me There's too. usually some good sweets involved, you know. Oh, the sweets! I'm gonna eat some, some sugar sweets. cookies, and it's gonna be delicious. Oh, so, so, mm-hmm. good. so much better than flesh cookies. I might have to go buy some after this because we're like a couple days. I got a gingerbread man at a bakery yesterday. I ate it up, <sighs> and I have no guilt. I feel so good about it. My God, that's so, so, so good. good. <laughs> Everybody get a gingerbread man or a sugar cookie or something delicious. Treat yourself. Yeah, or skin shittier. skin cookies. Skin you know? cookies. Skin cookies. Treat. Should we start to Treat sell yourself. skin cookies? <gasps> that could be part of our that branding. Be, there's yeah. our branding. Get some homos on Haunted Hill <laughs> Billy's special skin cookies. You'll think it's it real. tastes You'll just like mom used to. Well, it was nice talking with you. I've <laughs> lost my mind after this this episode. From all of us, to all just, of you, we're glad to have you with us. <laughs> <laughs>